Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Griggs, uh, doing a solo again, helping the super producer Ez McMahon is feeling a lot better. But definitely want to thank you guys for checking out the Super Duper Podcast. Make sure you follow us online at hp53productions.com for our merch. You can also find additional content such as the Father Good Podcast with Kenny Stevenson, Marshall Gibbons, and our own Ezra McMahon with the Easy Smoke and GM Podcast. Feel free to follow us um, on Instagram at Super Duper Pod. It's S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-P-O-D. Again, we don't take your listens lightly. Appreciate you so much. Make sure you like, subscribe, share with the friends so they can learn and love the Super Duper Pod just like you do. So today's want to talk through a couple of things. Got us got some great guests on the show today before we get to them. A couple of things I want to talk through. So uh, Ez and I always talk about shows that we like on TV. That's really a big thing that we talk about on the show, right? What new shows we're watching, what new movies we're watching kind of helps us keep up to speed with the world, right? Now with streaming, that makes it a lot easier. Like binging shows, of course, we talk about that often. During the pandemic was really a time where we got to see and enjoy things that we never considered or didn't have the time to watch. But now with so many shows out, like you hear about a show that people love or they've seen before, you just kind of binge watch it and you can jump into the conversation. You now get the jokes. You go, oh, wait a minute. That's what they meant by that? That happened with me in the office. I just got to keep it a buck. I didn't watch the office until 2020. I can say that now two years later because, you know, it's two years later. And I'm not ashamed anymore. So, but that happened. So I, I found a new show. Shout out to the broski. He mentioned this a couple of years ago. Um, it's on Peacock and I've been watching Suits. And you guys may have watched Suits before. I have never seen an episode of Suits until last weekend. And I can't stop watching it. Um, the show is phenomenal, right? If you've never seen Suits, it's about pretty much law offices and attorneys. It feels like law offices, hospitals, and police stations are like the easiest shows. Easy is the wrong word. Just the shows that people like to write about the most. I guess a lot can happen. There can be so many various cases or various, you know, situations that can happen out of those three different kind of environments. That's why I keep making those type of shows. But I got to give it up to Suits. Suits, uh, from what I've seen so far, I'm in season two. So I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. Or I don't want nobody spoiling it for me. Because guess what? I will, won't, I will not be your friend anymore. But uh, Suits season two, I'm in it. And again, the show is phenomenal. I see why people liked it uh, or love it. Got a lot of great actors. And I like shows that kind of drop you into a world, into a universe. And then you're just spending the time trying to figure figure your way out. You know, you, you see like they do the, 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 the past episodes. You see, oh, that's why they do this. So that's how they got here. Oh, that starts to make sense. Shout out to Breaking Bad, one of the best shows ever made. They do, it does that a lot. Now, Breaking Bad kind of took you from beginning to end in a linear fashion, but that shows on a whole different level. But Suits, 
definitely a great show. Definitely a great watch. Uh, I suggest if you got time, make sure you check it out. Make sure you like watch Suits on Peacock. We can talk. I'll I'll wait for you. Probably not. But make sure you check out Suits. But one thing I must say, and I thought we all were friends, and I thought that you know we you know we were super dupers together. This wasn't just a me thing. This was a us thing. So I thought somebody would have told me how fine Meghan Markle is. I should say she is on Suits. I never really knew this. You know what I'm saying? Now I get why everybody was losing their mind. Because let, let, let me just keep it a buck. You know, she's the Duchess. Shout out to the Duchess. No disrespect. No, I don't, need, I don't need them problems. But I remember, you know, I've seen her, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, I see. Attractive woman. She's getting married to the prince. Cool. She's a Duchess. Okay, it was a big deal. It's a big deal. I get the whole thing. But my goodness, I'm watching Suits, and I see this woman episode after episode. It's like... I see why my man risked it all. I get it. Completely get it. Because she is, uh, as I like to say, bad, bad, bad. Bad, 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 bad. Not to subject her to just her looks, but she got some looks. But sugar down. But uh, yeah, Meghan Markle is something to see. Shout out to all the other actors. I'm sure they're great people as well. They do make up the show. And she's on the show like, you know, maybe a couple minutes each episode. But guess what? I look forward to each one of those minutes. Check out Suits uh, on Peacock for sure. One other thing I want to run uh, by you guys before we get to our guest is, you know, a shout out to Shakita Torres. She'll be on the show next week. And a few times, Shakita is our resident therapist. She's also a life coach. And of course, she talks about, you know, being a better person, getting therapy, seeking therapy, being your best self. And a few times she's mentioned the Enneagram uh, that she said, right, we should take it. I think she she said she was a one. I can't remember. Anyway, the Enneagram is something she thought I should take just for my own self to know. I heard her, never took it till a buddy of mine, shout out to M Double, sent me the link for Enneagram. We have a conversation just about, you know, why this, this test is a good test and it kind of gives you good insight to who you are. And I took the test. Uh, and I, just, and just in case you guys don't know what an Enneagram is, it's a system of personality typing that describes patterns and how people interpret the world and manage their emotions. The Enneagram describes nine personality types and maps each one of these types on a nine-pointed diagram, which helps to illustrate how the types relate to one another. So pretty much a personality test, personality quiz. And, you know... I took it out say, hey, why not? You know what I'm saying? I think I'm at a point in my life where I don't mind reading stuff like this. Like before, maybe, you know, the, I had to take these at my jobs before, kind of pensive because like I don't want them knowing my deep darkness. I don't know what I'm going to say when all, all this test comes out. So, you know, you get the scores. Okay. It's kind of me. Yep. But I got to say this Enneagram was freaky because it was like spot on. Like, weirdly spot on it told me stuff i really didn't even know about myself right i'm gonna put the link in the uh in the note in the line of notes of the podcast i, I think everybody should take because here's why the enneagram didn't just tell me how great i i, I am because I, I think i brock but it told me some things that i didn't realize about myself that may or may not right impede some success I want to have personally, right? Not to say like I'm not successful or I don't make it, but you know, we all have our hangups. 
We all have things that might keep us from being the best versions of ourselves. And just seeing this Enneagram is paying dividends already. There's a couple of things like, wow, I really never noticed that. And I'll share my number. I'm a four. So go ahead, research me. If you know me for real, you know me for real. And then this stuff ain't, it's, it's there. Uh, but I'm a four. And I think, you know, we always talk about, you know, on Instagram or wherever your, your favorite social media, just even in conversations about, right? Because especially because relationships, you want people to know you and, I want to do this for you and that for you. But here's the real trick. How well do we know ourselves? Uh, a lot of times we are asking people to do things for us and know us and love us and to give to us, relate to us. We don't even know ourselves. Because the truth is this, a lot of times we don't want to know ourselves. We don't want to know what we really do, who we really are. Because sometimes that stuff is scary, right? When you really look at some things and what you want to change, a lot of times it brings up your family, brings up your parents, your siblings, something happened, good or bad. And, you know, you probably worked really hard to not look at that thing, right? To look past it, surpass it, you know, never... Push that down the deep. I mean, Jacques Cousteau deep, right? That you will never have to deal with it again. But the truth is those things never go away. And it manifests in a way that now you have taught yourself how to relate to people, good or bad. You know, this is just why you do this thing, why this makes you angry, why this makes you shut down. And the truth is we have to start taking it upon ourselves to know ourselves better because Relating to other people, my big sister, shout out to big sis who had an anniversary today, her and her husband, it was up to them. Um, she would always tell me, you got to teach people how to treat you, but you can't teach them if you don't know a lesson yourself. So I encourage you, be it an Enneagram, be it therapy, be it some real conversation with people. It's okay to talk about the bad stuff because it helps you be better. I have a saying with my children, we don't get mad, we get better, right? And I say that to them to help them with, they get upset with their games, they get upset with their classwork. But the more I say it to them, the more I believe it. I have to live it. Like I try not to be a person that just tells my kid what to do. I try to do it as well. So when I give them advice and I give them conversation, it's like daddy's not saying this just because it sounds right. I'm saying it because I do it the same way, my man. So I encourage you guys, take the Enneagram. I'll put the link in the podcast notes. Uh, it's scary stuff, man. But I, I suggest you take it. Take it with your loved one. You know what I'm saying? If you have a uh, significant other, take the test. Maybe there's ways, you know, you're having a difficult time. You might learn how to, you know, connect with one another. They can understand you. And you can understand them. But as I said before, the real trick it's just understanding yourself because then you'll know how to maneuver. Because here's the thing, situations change, you know, things happen around you. Sometimes you cannot change the circumstances that, that you find yourself in. But what you can affect is yourself and how you respond to it, you know, how you receive it, your perspective of it. That's all you can change. And so why not have a good handle of who you are and what you're capable of doing? Before you go in any situation, because again, everything around you is unpredictable, but what we can't control is ourselves. 
So I encourage you to take the Enneagram. Just encourage you again. Focus on knowing who you are, right? Knowing what triggers you, knowing what makes you happy. That's real stuff to know. And then you could teach people how to love you, right? Because I think we get, and when I say teach you how to love you, not just relationship-wise, right? You know, you'll know how to work with people. You'll know about your familiar relationships, right? This, hey, this is my trigger. So I don't like what I love about my family. We're talking about today. We taught each other real. Uh, it, it ain't sweet. Now we don't yell at each other. We don't cuss at each other. We, you know, we don't cuss each other out. But it's very sharp, right? But that taught us, hey man, you have to just be willing to say your truth and keep it moving. Like my family would tell you something real bad and ask you, you want some cookies. Like no, nah, I don't want no cookies with you. You told me something real bad. But guess what? I didn't say this because I didn't love you. Um, but I said that to say. You know, I may receive stuff that way, but that may not be how other people receive it. So, I, again, if I don't know that about me, I can't say that to other people. And then I can explain that or say, hey, is that different from you? Right. I just go in and tell people off or sell them, hey, that looks real stupid. And now I'm offending people unnecessarily. So it's important. It definitely is important. So make sure you take the Enneagram test of being a link. So now I got some great guests on the Super Duper Pod today. Really excited to have them on. They are legends <laughs> on Instagram and on TikTok. But truly, they are. These are black people outside, Cam and Chevy. Uh, really follow them. Uh, check them out. We got the information on the pod. But I think you're going to really love this episode. Again, they're from black people outside. They encourage black folks to go outside. Now, we love going outside. But this is like the real outside, like, Mother Nature, the, the first outside before the uh, VIPs and the clubs and all that fun stuff y'all doing clubs now. But, you know, I really think you guys will enjoy this episode. So here's Cam and Chevy from Black People Outside. Chevy and Cam from Black People Outside. How you guys doing? Hey, how y'all doing? What's hey, good? Hey, great. No doubt. Now, we now, 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 we inside now and we missed it, but the sign was up there. They had they had their merch just out hanging and it flew away. There we go. Because we remember, we just a ghetto outdoors thing. <laughs> Everything is just bare minimum. It's just a little 3M strip on here. So, mm-hmm. it and forget it, I think not. It's going to fall. Right, so. right, right. But, you know, so I found you guys on Instagram, but tell us about Black People Outside and how it got created, how you guys got started. Anyway. Shout out to the sign. <laughs> <laughs> going viral, well, baby. Uh, uh our journey with BPO basically began in the middle of the pandemic, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so Chevy and, our, and myself's relationship really started to blossom back in the 2019, going into 2020. Obviously, the pandemic hit us, and uh, we didn't want a Stockholm syndrome to start to sit in. Chevy herself is a world traveler. She's been all across the world, had, uh, has lived in Italy, China, has explored just peaks and valleys all across the world. Mm-hmm. Me, myself, I've barely gone to the Sears Tower <laughs> and maybe a couple of states, Missouri, Kansas, here and there. But yeah, you know, I, I know how Chicago you are. You still say Sears Tower, but keep going, man. No, we don't know. <laughs> what do you call it? Excuse me? What am I supposed to call it? The William Tower? I, I didn't no. say it. I didn't what say it. <laughs> I didn't say it. Yeah, right, right. But, but go uh, ahead. I call it the Sears Tower, but what do I call it? <laughs> Y'all, wow. But um, so we chose to find a way to get outside. We went 
took a trip to Grand Tetons National Park. Yeah, because the, the only thing that was open and the only thing to do was to go to the parks. And so sure. that's how it started. Like in the middle of the pandemic, ain't nothing to do. We can't travel internationally. So what can we do? We can go camping. We can go hiking. Mm -hmm. And that's also something that was safe for us to do. We wasn't going to be around other people. Mm -hmm. And that's how BPO started because we, we realized when we went out there to Coulter Bay out in the Tetons that we was the only black people. Like it was ridiculous. The only like it was so ridiculous we started that, clowning and made a game yes and we started clowning ourselves and we was just like you know what what are we gonna call ourselves if we tell people about this like if we have an organization or if we if we start to tell people about the outdoors like what are we gonna call ourselves and we on trail and it's a video of us talking about what we gonna call ourselves of us coming up with the name and we came up with black people outside because we black and we outside and that's sure. just on that like it's just a simple name. It started as a joke because we were literally the only black people that were out there. So that's how black people outside started. Right. Yeah. But I, it really started because I wanted to tell people about what I saw. It was just so gorgeous, so beautiful. I started crying because the stars were just so immaculate. The sky was so vast. It was so amazing that we got to see the Milky Way. We saw satellites moving in space. We saw yeah. shooting stars. When I say stars like no other, I mean stars like you no other. You see parts other. of the galaxy. Wow. It was more stars than yeah. sky. Like, and I just could not believe that. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna just tell people about this because it's a shame that I'm 28 or something at this time, 26, 27, and I ain't never seen stars like this. And these people out here hogging these outdoors, not telling nobody about it, not saying that you can look at the sky and literally cry without even like, it didn't even, it evoked an emotion in me that I didn't even know that I had. Yeah. And so that is a powerful thing in itself. And so, I felt like nature was powerful and it's a way to bring people together and it's a way to connect. And so that's how it started. I just wanted to tell people and I, I was just like, nah, we're not talking about this enough to my community, to black yeah. people in general, because yeah. like, it ain't like black people don't want to be outside. It's just that it's not mainstream and we just trying to make it mainstream. We just trying to be on your screens, just like Bear Gills or just like Anthony Bourdain, just like every other travel influencer. And we just trying to be the black version of that. Like we trying to be uh who who is the the new uh lecture drive uh name? Disabo, yeah. Be fur trapping and whatnot. I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's funny because when black people say we outside, usually it's like we outside in another inside place. You know what I'm saying? Like we got we got like champagne in our hands. That, that's what it is. Up is amongst us. Exactly. That's what it means we outside. But y'all are like really outside. I think you brought up a good point about how the pandemic right it forced you to look at your home differently like you know make it a safer space and really a a a, a place of peace like you just kind of running in and out of it before but you're in it all the time and then also to your point everything was closer it was just outside i remember taking my kids on like more walks than we ever had ever done i kind of felt bad it's like we don't walk you know we go to school we do this we go to church we go out yada yada but we weren't walking as much and so that's what kind of drove me to your page. And also, I remember sitting with a group of uh, co-workers who were not Black, and they were talking about their weekend activities. They're like, yeah, we're going camping, we're going hiking. And I was like, all y'all outside just that's <laughs> for y'all vacation? You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's, yeah. the typical, that's the typical response that you get from mm -hmm. our people in those regards. And in getting outside, I think, is so detrimental to people that grow up in the inner city mm. because I don't think they have a true perspective of nature, quietness, and being able to have it offend for yourself in a certain mm. aspect. Yeah. Like, we grow up 
if you grew up in the inner city, you might have the patch of grass out front, maybe if you're lucky, a little bit out back. And that in regards to you, that's the city's problem to deal with. You let it brown out if you want to. Um, But it's just like, I think it's just a new, not a new environment, but an environment that we're just typically not recognized in. Because as I explore the internet and as I, uh, dig into uh, social media, I see that there are a lot of Black people that are literally outside. And so when when I think of BPO or when, when, when people, I imagine when people think of BPO, what I want them to think of is just like an inclusive guide to help you get outside. And so I think I, I wrote a rap and I was like, this is an outdoor rap, display a whole new trap. And so that's what we doing. Like we displaying the whole new trap and we uh, be visiting the places to show you where it's at. And so a lot of people don't, that's like one of the lines from my little rap. And so we want to vi- show you the places so you know where it's at. And a lot of people just be like, I want to go outside, but I don't really know where to go. I don't really know what to do. Uh, what if I get lost? What if I, what, like, it's just like, and so we're here to just make you feel comfortable. We're here to give you the the keys, the guidance, the education face. that yeah. you need and just show you like, we're not professionals. We're complete amateurs. Yeah. And we just trying to show you something new something different like we're just showing a new trap like i love it like i love the outdoors absolutely and cam you touched on something like my parents are both from the south and so they are just like used to being like outside more than anything else like because because when they were growing up like you know they were poorer so like being in the house is just like we don't come to sleep we might as well do everything we can outside but then when you move to the city and like you said you're looking more straight you're looking straight ahead right to left because i gotta know where i'm going and i got to know who's around me and i went to school in massachusetts like uh shout out to williams college and i remember <laughs> I, yeah, no, no doubt no doubt and i remember i was i had i was so i was a math my, well, major at the time but i switched and so uh, I remember just some problems getting on my nerves. I looked up in the sky. I was like, yo, it's a lot of stars. And I realized I never looked up. You know what I'm saying? Because in Chicago, yeah, yeah it's, well, it's like, wait, if I look up, somebody might rob me, slap me, or you know what I'm saying? And it's like, and then the, the few chance you get to look up, it's like this, it's smoggy in, in the air. And it's like maybe one star. And I know the sun's there. That's it. And so actually, I, that's, not, that's not a star. That's actually Jupiter. Oh, man. <laughs> Ruined my whole childhood. People be like, that's the North Star. That's, that's the one of the only planets that you can see from space. I mean, yeah. from, from Earth. Yeah. I, you really, I ain't gonna lie, you really messed me up with that. Because that was my one star that I, I thought I kept yeah. seeing. And it was Jupiter. Okay. Okay. So then, so then, so to that point, so like, what have you guys learned from like your travels? This, you know, like you said, you're, you're learning more about, I'm sure astronomy wasn't something you guys were doing before this relate, you know, before you kind of started this partnership. What's the things you learned? Well, for myself, it's, uh, it goes into calmness and learning more about myself. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, uh, it, t- it takes a skill to be able to go out into nature and, uh, have to your whole day is based upon having you to go accomplish goals in order yeah. to make throughout the day you have to go get your own firewood you have to cultivate your own campsite you have to find your own food and go about that process of building your own little you know house and home on site i think that's a big portion and then the quietness of nature itself i think not enough people are comfortable with their own thoughts. Yeah. I think a lot of the city noise can drown that out too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have the opportunity to go outside, clear their minds. I think they'll find another perspective on themselves. In sure. that 
And I would imagine too, like I was listening to a sermon and the guy was talking about, we have so much in our ears, like, you know, you listen to a podcast or especially this one, listen to like, you know, stream any, you know, video, music, whatever, you never have a minute just with your own thoughts. I, I agree with that for sure. So I guess, but when you guys are saying outside, I think we got two different definitions of outside because my outside is like, we start at eight, we walk somewhere, then we go back home. Y'all was talking about like being outside, like and staying out there for a day, like overnight it's camping and whatnot. The, it's the whole, it's the whole spectrum, to be yeah. honest. With you. Yeah. Because we, we go out just yeah. for an hour or two. We'll We've just been, go walk yeah. on just the six oh six. Exactly. Just this weekend, we hosted a hike um, out towards Stasher Woods. Yeah. Where we had um, about forty or so 45 people. people. Forty five mm-hmm. people come out. We split the group, the group into twos, and walked the area around. It took about an hour at most. People enjoyed themselves. Mm-hmm figured out that they didn't even know these woods were even out here in the middle of the city. And it kind of allowed them to be like, you know what? This, I needed this. So it's, yeah. it's the whole spectrum. Yes, we do camping. We did a, what, four or five days in the Grand Teton mm-hmm. slash Yellowstone. Uh, we plan to do some more this coming month, but it's the whole spectrum. Yeah, um, but majority of our stuff is just day trips. Yeah. Majority of our stuff is just getting in the car and driving for an hour or less and seeing what's around because Really, one of our initiatives have been lately is to find stuff that's super close to the city because everybody don't have a car. Mm -hmm. And so we want people to be able to go to these places via public transportation. And then that's even more inclusive. And so um, if you could take the bus or train there, we're trying to figure it out for you guys. But for the most part, I think that we're just trying to just be inclusive and show people what's around, what we have, um, and that is super easy and accessible. It doesn't have to be two hours away. It don't have to be an hour away. We could drive 20 minutes to Thatcher Woods. We can drive 10 minutes away from us and just go on to 606. It's nice. Like yeah. we're trying to make do with what we have because we look on social media and everything's just so glamorous and Instagrammable with mountains and yeah. waterfalls. And expensive. I'm, like, I'm sorry we don't have an ocean in the Midwest. Like, but... like, <laughs> How you go long for a mountain and you ain't even been to Cook County Forest Preserve? Like, wow, people, that's what I'm saying. We have to appreciate what we do have because when you actually sit down and think about it and isolate your thoughts and and think about it, the forest preserves are beautiful too. Like a pond with some deer in it and a lush forest, that's beautiful. Just because it doesn't, it's it's flat, like doesn't mean it's not lovely or Instagrammable Mm. or worthy of our attention. It's a couple of locations in the city where if you catch the sun at the right time, glistening off the the, the skyscrapers off of downtown, you turn around, you see that purple, orange, yellow glowing in that. That sunset, come on now. You don't get that feeling? Yeah. A little warm in your heart. You're like, oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's my city. I'm going to tattoo that on my shoulder. Yes. Cause, yes because Make sure like, it's orange and purple and blue. No, but it, yeah, go ahead, Shepard. Yeah, I was just saying, like, we don't be trying to appreciate how we got the best sunsets. In, the Midwest yeah. got the best sunsets. Yeah. But y'all it's, busy it's looking at some mountains and some waterfalls that you will probably never go to, mm-hmm. and, but you just not even going even try to see your own backyard. Yeah, yeah. And so kind of show that it's out there and it's beautiful and it's, it's worthy of our attention too. And that it's accessible and that it's meant for you to check it out and access. Right. Because yeah, even when like with the, I mean, I know it's not like the, the lakefront, right? It's mm-hmm. just, just hanging, even though that's super simple, easy to get to, but again, to your point, it's like, we, we, we're near it all the time. It's easy to get to, but how often do we really make the time to just go like right there to sit, to do everything you guys said, get a moment of peace, clear your thoughts, see the city in a different way. You know what I mean? And I'm glad you made the distinction about like 
what going outside means. I think some people feel like, well, it's camping, so I'm not going to do it. And then you guys said, no, it could be a quick road trip somewhere. It could be in one hour, a half a day, you know, and if you want to camp or an overnight trip such as that. So I think I'm really glad you um, made that point there because people need to understand, you know, that it's it means a, a number of things. So talking about places, what are some of your favorite places to visit? My favorite place, and I have a love-hate relationship with it, but it's any of the dunes. I love the Indiana dunes, which is like uh, 50 minutes from Chicago. And then we got the Warren dunes, which is about 90 minutes from Chicago. And there, Warren is in Michigan, uh, and then Indiana is in Indiana, which is like one of our newest national parks. Um, it's the youngest national park, actually. And it just became a national park. You have to pay. But we didn't pay last time. I don't know why we didn't pay, but it's gorgeous because there's this beach that you can go to. And you can only get to the beach if you hike to it or get a boat it's to a it. It's a work for a reward. Yes. And so it'd be like 10 people on this beach. Like, yeah, it's, it, you'll beach. never see Lake Michigan like that. But I ain't going to lie to you. It's a little trek to get yes, there. Scale like, 1 to 10. It's like a 7 and a half. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> you okay. Water and some good shoes and maybe two pair sizes. Yeah. But right. but it's by far worth it. It's a, it's an area where you feel comfortable taking a dip in. Yeah. You know, the city should, you might. And you can see Chicago. You can see the you skyline. You can see the skyline from the yeah. location. It's, it's called it's the. Ma- it's magnificent. It's called the Cowles Bog yeah. Trail Cowles in Indiana. Okay. Yeah. So then, so then, when you guys have your trips, do you? So when people sign up, we can talk about like how people can connect with you later. So like, you have it. People sign up. Do you tell people like? what to wear, I'm assuming, like, you know, what to bring. How does that work? Just wear some good shoes. <laughs> like, it, it ain't, it, cause you don't have to have no hiking poles and no big yeah. old backpacks right. and some special yeah. socks like you be seeing these people on Instagram. Like, yeah. just bring some socks and shoes that's comfortable and, and it's cool. Like, your Nikes will do, your New Balance will do, yeah. your Fila, your dad's shoes will do. For, like, right, for right now, <laughs> we're just doing walks. Yeah. Just to yeah. get, the, the whole idea is we're not trying to set it up to do camping trips yet. If, the, if, if it leads to that one day, we will. If it leads to us trying to do something like this in the winter, look out for a BPO snowball. Yeah, then we'll start like hey, telling you what to do. Like, but... Then we'll tell you what's But like for the most part, just some comfortable shoes, mm-hmm. some breathable wear. Mm-hmm. Make sure you got some water. Yep. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and both of y'all said socks like more than twice. So socks must be really, really important. <laughs> it's so important. You only get two <laughs> pair of feet. Yeah. You only get you one, get one, one pair. pair. <laughs> you only get one pair. I'm like, who got two pair of feet, man? I ain't coming with y'all. Y'all out with Sasquatch in there, man. Two pair of feet. Hey, my bad. I've been walking on my hands. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be the title of the episode. Two pair of feet. I promise you. Exactly. Anyway. Two pair of feet. <laughs> that's funny. No, because we went on this uh, voyage to make sure we had the like the right footwear. Yeah. Um, Because we was going to the Tetons. And so we went to REI and we just made sure that we had the right footwear. We wear these uh, shoes. They're called Solomon's. Uh, I got the ultra wides and he got the regulars. And the reason why we like them is because they come like the most important thing to me is the width of your shoe, because your shoe, your foot is not the same size in the air as it is on the ground. Like mm. some. So like I get the extra wide because I want to, you know, have my feet a little bit. But then some people don't need an extra wide, but a lot of shoes don't come in extra wide. But long story short is that, yes, the socks are very important because when your feet start sweating and your feet start sliding around. So you got to wear like the silk liners so your feet won't sweat. And then like I think one time I had a problem where my feet was my toenail fell off because I did not wear my feet was wet. 
my feet was too wet. Yeah. And my one of my toenails just came off after hiking in the Indiana Dunes. <laughs> so That's yeah. Man. Yeah. So wait, did, did you wait? Okay. So, did you know it was off? Like, did it? Did you feel it come off? Or you no. know, she took your sock off. Okay. I took my sock off she and my sock toenail. off, and the toenail was stuck in the sock. Oh, dog. Like, oh. Like, <laughs> and, and then I was nervous, so <laughs> I looked it up online. I'm like, yo, my toenail fell off. <laughs> That's crazy. And the internet said that it definitely happens to hikers. Yeah, no, it's not. It was. It's nothing to be. It's. It wasn't as drastic as yeah. it sounds. Yeah, it didn't hurt. I'm sure. It, yeah, it hurt. So, so then I know you, you guys said you got had 40 people in your last group, and I'm, and I'm sure you get a lot of engagement on Instagram. So, how do you feel like it's been a good response? You got good feedback from people. You know, with, with your mission, what you're trying to do. Like, you think people understand what you're trying to do? Um, occasionally we get a occasionally we get a question where it's like, hey. Is it only black people that are allowed to this event? I feel like, like I get why people are asking it, but I, this is the silliest question. Like, yes. the, yeah, the name not. is yeah. literally a joke. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, we are named BPO because of who we are, not what we truly represent. Like, I mean, yeah, we do represent we want, black people. We outside. want to represent, yeah, we represent black people being outside, but we're not subjugated to people. Like, no, only black people outside. No, it's just, that's who we are. But mm -hmm. the concept is to spread the idea that black that you can go outside and that you are allowed to enjoy it. Yeah. It's kind of like when people say black love. Black love isn't exclusive. It's just saying we're loving the ourselves, right. but hey, you can love you you can hey. love us too. You know what I mean? That's that's what yeah. So I get it. I completely get yeah, it. Yeah, like people receive us quite well. Especially Only people that don't receive us is like a Karen that just gotta be included. Mm. Why is just black people? Bro, leave me alone. Like, they, it, 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 it bothers me, like, how much people really get hung up on words, like, yeah. and people just, I get so upset when it just feels like it doesn't include them. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, if you look at outside, it includes you. It is you. Like if you look, if you go on Instagram or TikTok or anything, the whole representation, a whole representation population of people outside is literally white people. Like you could just go on there right now. It's crazy. It's so, yeah. like for people to just be so caught up on words, it's really like, like common, yeah. but not as common. It's Karen common. Yeah, and and I think to the point we were describing earlier, we you know just understanding why black people don't go quote unquote outside right there yeah. there are nuances yeah. to yeah. why we don't why um, it's not a normal thing that maybe people who aren't black white people whatever what have you just wouldn't get it you know what i'm saying it's just like because just for them their family took them camping in this for us it's like our family's trying to get you know maybe they lived in rural areas and like we ain't never going back so everything gonna be city but when you live in the city you gotta live a certain way you know what i'm saying yeah. They, 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 sundown, sundown towns never associated. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. They yeah. were associated to us. Yeah. You know, right. If you understand. So mm -hmm. it's a, it's a concept of, oh, well, let me not sleep out here in the woods unless I really got to. Right. Mm -hmm. so. Or let's avoid the woods because you know what was happening in the woods back in the day. With, with, with people literally escaping slavery and having to like hike through the woods to safe yeah. places. And like that literally like it, it was probably in our generation yeah. like you know how they say like trauma can be passed down from generation sure, to sure. generation yeah. and a lot of stuff be like straight up rooted in racism like black people not being able to swim 
rooted in racism mm -hmm. because we had pools and we were able to go to them until somebody said that we can't swim together and they decided to close all the pools and get their own private pools yeah. and so then that then we got the public schools i mean public pools which was predominantly for people of color who could not afford their own pool and they got re rejected and neglected yeah. and people didn't want to get in that water and so therefore people didn't swim rooted in racism same thing with black people not being not going outside not going hiking we was running from slave from slave uh, masters in the woods without shoes on yeah. rooted in racism yeah, and yeah. so um it has a bad it has a bad uh has a bad uh perspective yeah on it like, in, in our own psyches like or it's it's not even in our off, psyche, like it's pushed off sometimes as white people activities mm -hmm. white people things. yeah yeah, yeah. so so you, we should be doing this anyway right exactly I got you. So, yeah, I, I went I, I went camping in college, man, and all I, and it was so the way the dorms were set up. It was obviously you know the, the school is predominantly white, and so my my dorm floor wanted to go camping, and I'm out there. I'm thinking like, man, I hope my parents will find out I'm out camping with these white folks because I know they'll be they'll be upset. It's like, dude, you you might not make it back. Right. <laughs> it's like, hey, but like you said, exactly. that's that's the fear. It's like. We don't go camping because we might not come back. So like that. It just makes me think of I don't know if you watch Power, but yeah. got ghosts. When Tariq went out hunting with them, and old dude almost shot him. Mm, that's yeah. what we talking about. See, this is <laughs> what we doing. This is exactly what we be talking about. Hey, like, dude. No, but I, but I, I definitely I think what you guys is doing awesome. So you know, of course, you guys. Most of your promotion is through Instagram, right? Do Instagram, Twitter, the kind well, of. Actually, our rise came from TikTok. We have like oh, seven. Okay followers on TikTok and that's wow. how we actually found out that we had a thing going. Uh we play entirely too much. So half of our videos is just about us joking and playing and, and about being outside. And then the other half is just informational. And so we have a TikTok which is our first form of communication. The first thing that we ever uh uploaded and explored with social media as black people outside. Wow. Um I sat here on the couch in November uh la last year or maybe two years ago and I just uploaded a video because I was bored and it that's how black people outside like took off online. Wow. Like because we had all these videos but I never uploaded them. We had been outside before I even started making videos. Mm -hmm. So and, the grand yeah. time trip was in August and then we finally started uploading November 2019. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I sat on those videos for oh, God. No, 2020, because that was pandemic year. So yeah. Was, oh, that, that, it was 19. Yeah. Wow. It was November 2020, and we went to Grand Tetons in 2020 summer. So, yeah. like three or four months later. Yeah. Like, wow. Wow. So, then what are some of the challenges of being like Black influencers? Because I know that's, that can be. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of I'm, I'm setting you up, Chevy. I, I saw a couple of videos. <laughs> But, 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 I, but I just know as you take your water get to get ready because I know right being a black influencer it, it, it has its challenges right you know what I'm saying sometimes people get credit taken uh from them you know what I'm saying or sometimes the 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 algorithm hides you so Chevy uh, came I guess I should let her take the floor let, let her have oh, it all and, and, Chevy it. and so the math don't be mathing for me <laughs> and I literally all day long I crunch numbers that's yeah. all I do and and I and I and I work in tech, and so like when we have TikTok, what I'm not understanding is when you first sign up for TikTok, they shoot you videos that they think you will like, regardless of who you are. Yeah. 
And those videos that they shoot you when you first join until you change your algorithms are white girls dancing, white dudes dancing, white this, white that. It ain't nothing diversified until you like make your algorithm that. And the problem with that is when somebody first signs up for the app, you're introducing them to the same people over and over again, more than once and more than the next person. So why can't our videos be the first videos that people see when they come on? So that's the first strike is because the default videos that they show people are basic basic b videos like it's just very white and so that that's that's how some influencers get a leg up on us because they don't give us as many opportunities to be seen and to have a new audience as everybody else and then the next thing that i'm not understanding about our videos especially on tiktok is that there's like a certain engagement rate that they expect your videos to have before they throw it on the for you page, which is supposed to be able to show your videos to the masses. Yeah. And that's how you go viral. And that's how you get new followers. And that's this is word from TikTok. This is word from TikTok, TikTok people that we've talked right. to. Right. And so there are certain the thresholds so, that yeah. they want you to reach with the numbers, a certain amount of likes per views, a certain amount of comments per views, a certain amount of shares per views. We hit those minimums every time we upload our videos and they never push it out to a larger audience. And I emailed them asking, how is it possible that a video can have, I, so I go on other pages and I like to compare and contrast yeah. the numbers. And so I saw this video that had 1.3 million views on it, but it only had- A third like, of the engagement, it, a third right. of the likes compared to- a Yeah, like yeah. a video yeah. that we that we had at like 60,000 views had twice as much engagement on the video that had 1.3 million views. Like, mm -hmm. why is that? And so for me, like the math really wasn't necessarily mathing when it comes to how our videos are treated versus how the next people videos are treated. And so what happens is we post our videos and we spend all this time and this energy on our videos on TikTok. And let's say maybe they only show it to 200 people. And let's say we reach the parameters to get 10% likes, 5% comments and 1% shares. We meet all of those, but they still won't show other people. But then like you go on another page and they don't meet those requirements, yet they have a ton of views. Mm -hmm. And so th so that's why I'm not understanding like And it's not where, just us. It, it yeah. comes to come across the board from a lot of black yeah. TikTok and, creators. And, and then like the part of that, it stops our bag. And so when we're not able to, so what happens is if you even look at our videos, I look at the likes, I look at the comments and I look at all of our likes and what our likes is, and they all say follow back. And what that's telling me is the only people that saw this video and liked this video were people that already follow me. Uh, that's gotcha. not good because that's not allowing me to grow my page. And it goes back to yeah. how to her original point where if you go right into TikTok, it only showcases a certain Sorry. whitewashed yes. image and it's not pushing right. other creators. Right. Sure. And so yeah. and so like I get really upset over that because I just don't because it stops our bag. And so we'll get like I'm not going to drop names, but these brands, they like to reach out to us and they like to ask us our price and we tell them our price and they ghost us. And so, but I say, y'all have no problem paying for uh, the next influencer to do X, Y, and Z. Y'all have no problem paying $50,000, $100,000 for a daytime television slot, yeah. but won't even pay us $1,000 for a video. But mm -hmm. I know you're paying the next creator more than that. And I think sure. that like, you're going to make 
statistically it says that micro influencers have a stronger pool and their and their uh, followers are more active they're more engaging and they're more likely to buy the things that you're selling as opposed to somebody who has a million followers because those followers automatically know that they're doing it for money and it, it, it it's not like a personal relationship that they have with the person that they're following so they don't necessarily buy those things but working in tech and it helps me understand how we need to look at the the macros the smaller numbers and the bigger picture because the average engagement rate on instagram is like three to eight percent or something like that our engagement is 30 percent oh wow that's wow. really high sure like that and and so but but these brands see two black people with only two thousand eight hundred followers on instagram but only seventy thousand followers um on tiktok they don't want to pay us right and I, and I'm just like, okay, no problem, but I won't do it. And so and, it's and, like and, a lot of, and, and when I say like that stops our bag of us not getting views from people, from newer people, because these brands see us and they're just like, okay, well, they don't have the pool that we want them to have. Mm -hmm. the, it, sounds yeah. like, it sounds like they're moving the goalposts like for you guys. Yes, yeah, for us. And, and, what, and what for, for y'all, it has to be all this number and us other engagement for other yeah. folks. It's just the viewers and okay, we, we'll, we'll work out the rest. Yeah, and then we'll like, I'll be watching videos. I send them, we always get our videos snatched down for saying like the smallest things. Oh, and wow. What your podcast is like, but I was saying real less, give about an N word mm -hmm. for the city girls. They took my video down, but the next person on there saying, the city girl saying it, the next person saying it. And so we can't say certain things on our page, but the next person can, and I don't get the rules. So like, it feels like well, it our videos even, are yeah. under like more yeah. scrutiny than the next person. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, Cam. It won't yeah. even be situations where it's, you know, that egregious as to saying the N-word. It'll just be concepts of us explaining how we're the only black people in this area. Mm -hmm. uh, we're at Yosemite. With no, we were at, no, 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 we're no. At Yosemite. That's not the Geyser. one. That's the guy's one. That's the one that got the voice taken over mm -hmm. because there was no black people around, you said, and they took the voice from No, me. that was in Mexico, and they took the whole video for That's hate both speech. both of them. They took both of those. We're talking about two separate situations because they took the voice and numbered the voice off of the you know, uh, the geyser video when we were talking about we were the only black people because of the sun it took the voice That's away they took gave it back but they originally took oh. it away hey maybe the we, had to, we had to contact them and then they finally gave it back oh see it happened so, so much that was the very wow. first time it occurred because i was like all right now why is this even starting up because we because we paid attention early on to not use certain derogatory terms mm -hmm. because we knew how sensitive tiktok was and they still came back attacked us or not, they That's took true. away our voice, literally, literally, from the video. So wow, we contacted them, and then they finally gave back an explanation of, "Oh, we're sorry, we didn't, you know, we didn't think it was that. We took a review of it, and here you go." But then by that time, the damage is done. They already yeah. just press your content. It's sure. been up in hours. They don't care no more. It worked against you. Right. And I guess I I, I know because I've always seen people in like the Instagram jail as they call it or internet jail whatever. And so you know I, I know it happens. But I guess hearing it from this perspective, it's almost like like you said, you you'll follow the rules whatever the rules are. But then it's like, wait, I thought this was the rule. Like oh no, that was yesterday's rule, right? That that I'm sorry, and that, so now we're doing something different. So then how i guess fighting it is just what you're doing right you just keep letting TikTok know like how can how can people who follow you help you like or, or, or can anything H be done literally comment hi hey yeah. a like uh watch the video all the way through tap mm -hmm. the share button and copy the link but you don't gotta share it like yeah. um it's just 
like likes are free comments are free engagement that's free and so that's probably what helps our videos the most is comments and shares but not likes they don't care about that it doesn't feel like mm -hmm. um, at least on tiktok and i'm gonna say that's probably something we as just people in general can do better like i'm sure we see every video that comes on our timeline it's like nah, i ain't gonna like that because i don't want them to know i saw it right stupid stuff like that but yeah. like to your point for, for influencers like you guys that matter so you know everybody that's listening if you like something enough like like it right say comment on it say right. i save a lot of videos just for that very reason it's like you know i'm sure they'll get some kind of engagement from it so it might be good to share but yeah people people just do a lot of scrolling but not a lot of engaging and to your yeah. point the engagement is what help you guys make your point make your pitch and people like our, if people will watch our videos and go and still won't throw us no like, it's so funny. Like, wow. <laughs> like, I, like people started, uh, we asked, so we have been telling people about all the places on our timelines. Mm -hmm. It wasn't getting no engagement. So one day I was like, did you guys know this place is to, is close to Chicago? And then now he come all the comments where you could have just said where, why didn't you say where just attention seeking where, and like all these negative comments. I'm like, bro, that's all we do is tell y'all where stuff is at. So what this is telling me is y'all watching our videos, liking it in your head going and then not giving us no credit or nothing. Sure. And so from that video, I learned like y'all be watching and y'all want to go and you want to know where it's at. So why won't you just go ahead and throw us that engagement? Mm -hmm. And there's truth in that yeah. because when they come out to the events that we've done thrown the two that so far, they thoroughly are they're thankful in a way like, hey, I really did not know this existed. We appreciate y'all just gathering this amount, these, this ilk of people together of all shades and just being able to enjoy our lovely city. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, kind of back to the getting outside, but I, I think that was, but actually, no, let's just want to say that for a second, because again, I think people, I want people to make sure they understand like what you guys do. I think, you know, people think that you're throwing up a video, you're posting it and that's kind of it. It's like, you know, there's a lot of stuff behind it. Right. And a lot of things that we as your viewers and followers can do to help you guys out. So I really want to encourage people when you follow black people outside, they'll get the info later, make sure you like share and engage. And I mean, anybody that you're following, right. That you like, if you like them and you yeah. mess with, and you mess with them, like, just engage with them. I think you said it best, Chevy. All that stuff is free. You know what I'm saying? The like, the engagement is free. It just take a minute. And, you know, people will just see your name liked by Mr. Griggs or, you know, whatever. That's, it's all, it's whatever. But, uh, so now back to just the places you like to go. So what are some places that you want Black people to check out? Not well, just if you're in Chicago, just wherever. No, no, no. Just, just in general. We got a couple. Um, okay. Morn Arboretum mm -hmm. out in the suburbs near Naperville. Yo, I've always, I've never been and no. I keep it's wanting no. to go. I keep no. wanting to go. Okay. No. Okay. You might have a, a group event there, like to meet up, but again, that's a costly event. Like yeah. the cost is not free. So we're trying to avoid that, but man, it's there so There has to gorgeous. be something that the city can do to sure. give CPS students an opportunity to visit this location. Yes. It's immaculate. I, I want to say I want to say one of a kind. It's something that it will expand yeah. the mind of most people that grew up in the inner city. Like, bro, we got this. Where yeah. has this? It's in Lyles. Um, yeah. Another location. Chevy's already mentioned the Dunes, Indiana Dunes, yeah. uh, Warren Dunes, uh, Cave of the Mounds, going towards Milwaukee Way now. Mm -hmm. It's a literal. It's like, all right, you know, Batman's got a cave where he does yeah. his out of. Shout out to Batman. This yeah. is that cave. So. Not really, not really. And it's always 70 something degrees 
It's all year round. Very interesting. Came going toward Milwaukee? Going towards mm-hmm. Milwaukee. So it's in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. It's about four and a half hours from nope, the city. Nope, it's not. I don't even think came with a house that far. three and four hours. Yeah. It, it's an phone. easy day trip. Wonderful location. Just okay. interesting, especially for kids. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a two and a half hour drive, 173 miles away. But it's even also less. next to Stevens Falls. <laughs> yes, Stevens Governor, Falls. Governor Dodge State Park. Boom. And they have waterfalls there. And yes. that's also on the way and it's around. Wow. Mid, that's Midwest activities. Okay. Um, I, it's in the city, and I know people are scared of it. Go to Humble Park, man. They've done a lot with this. They've done a lot with Humble Park. Mm-hmm. It is gorgeous. Please. I know you might hear a bang, bang. That's just them keeping the rent down. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> ain't got nothing it's to okay. do with you. <laughs> ain't got nothing to do with you. Say it again. Mind your business. Right, 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 right. Y'all are wild. Um, you got another one, babe? Um, also, I really like in the fall. My favorite is the uh, North Branch Trail, and it runs through this. Where's the part that uh, it, it's like in uh, Glen, 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 uh, Glenview, you're Glen, 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 the large yep. sunflowers, yep. yep. I saw that. All, I saw that on Instagram. You know today. about Starved Rock? And mm-hmm. It's cool. I yeah. get it. You go, you go about ten miles down, further down, Matheson State Park, way better. Already, wow. okay. not as many people, a lot more quiet. But we do have this thing called hiking suggestions. Hmm. It's a playlist mm-hmm. on our TikTok page, yes. and you just click on that, and it just, and you could just go. You don't have to go through all of our BS of us playing too much on our page. You can just go straight to all of the suggestions that we have and they're all in and around Chicago. And if you actually pick one per weekend, you will have something to do from the beginning of the summer all the way through the fall. Right? I promise. Yeah. And if you start now, you got you got you can double up and do it still. Bang. Yep. Yeah. Up in twice. Uh, yeah. B- black.people.outside on all platforms. All platforms. But then we got the hiking suggestions, suggestions playlist on TikTok. On TikTok. Yeah. Okay. And that's super easy to find. And so you could just go on that playlist and you could just kind of see what's around. Just fun. Gotcha, gotcha. So now, do you, what are some of your upcoming events? Um, we you, we tr- we are trying to host a hike once a month. Okay. We just wrapped up our uh, July month hike. It was July thirty first, and so hopefully we will have an, a hike in August. I'm not really, I haven't really set the date yet, but we usually post the flyer to have people RSVP. Yeah, They're people free. About seven to ten days is RSVP. No, yeah. it's like two. We give like two weeks. So yeah, yeah. Like two weeks, yeah, two weeks notice. So we'll let we'll let people. Yeah. Know, but yeah. So it'll be in uh and on a Sunday we do them Sunday mornings. Yep. Um, once a month and we pick somewhere different. So we usually have it takes a little bit of energy so because we walk around and we figure out what places people might enjoy. It has to be the right length of a trail. We don't want to tire you out. We want you to come back. We don't want you to be like they do too much. <laughs> um, and so so we have to, and we also go out to map it to make sure we're gonna take you all the right way. I don't want to get lost with y'all or nothing. Yeah, and so sure. yeah. So but yeah, when we figure it out, we usually post it on our uh instagram and then we also make a little fun accompanying video because you know those picture posts don't do nothing yeah um, yeah they do so yeah. so make sure so make sure you give us all your information so people can follow you support you like and share and save all your videos yes again yes. black 
B-L-A-C-K dot people, P-E-O-P-L-E dot outside, O-U-T-S-I-D-E. Here we go. Black people outside, Shout out to the sign. There it is. <laughs> but we everywhere. We inside, outside on the podcast, too. Fantastic. Again, I appreciate you guys joining the Super Duper Pod. And uh, we're definitely going to check back in with you guys uh, as you guys grow. I, I mean, I just met y'all, but I'm very proud of what you do and the mission that you have, because again, you know, a lot of times we end up doing the same thing that everybody's doing. And I think what you guys are doing is real unique. It's very, and it's needed, right? Because I think far too often we spend so much trying to find something that's already in front of us and that's already around us. And I, and I think you guys have highlighted that perfectly with what you do, right? It's like, all you're doing is like, directing people to what's already in the city not a new bar and ain't nothing in the trust ain't nothing wrong with going out to those spaces right. and places but it's like i'm gonna go look after our hike yeah ain't nothing wrong with a brew you didn't worked off you didn't got ready for the calories absolutely absolutely but i think just go ahead go ahead chef no i was thinking calories you burn yeah but no but it's but it's nothing wrong with having that balance right it's like it's good to just connect with people, walk with people. Like I, I'm starting to get into golf now, right? And golf is good just because <laughs> you're, you're, you're walking and talking with people all the time, right? And it's like, you're just out there playing. You forget you golfing because you're doing so much talking. And I feel like what you guys are doing is the same thing. You probably, they're probably meeting folks and, and engaging in a very different way, right? Because it's like, we're just out walking and being, it's something about being in nature that makes you more open to other people and also open to yourself. So again, I, I salute you guys for sure. And uh, so this is a Cam and Chevy with Black People Outside and the Super Duper Pod. We outside. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and outside, outside, outside. Like the for real outside. <laughs> so I want to thank Cam and Chevy from Black People Outside. I really learned a lot. I had a great conversation just about places to visit, uh, where to go, how to travel, right? what outside means, but also, you know, supporting black influencers on our social media page. Like, look, people, if you like something online, like it, save it, share it. It's easy to do. Those are free, but they go a long way. So let's support the folks who are out here. So this is a super duper pod. Just going to leave that there. Doing the best they can to give you the best content, put themselves out there because this stuff ain't easy, man. It's not easy at all. Uh, but we, you know, I will include myself. We we appreciate your support. Anytime you like it, share it, subscribe, whatever you can do, make sure you do that. But I want to thank them for being on the show. Again, I admire the mission. Make sure you follow them on all the information, support their events, you know, and I we encourage you to take your butt outside. You know, I'm, I talked about streaming services on the top of the show. I know I did, and I'm still going to do it. But guess what? Got to make time to see Mother Nature. And got to make time to see the world that's right out there with free access, you know, good for ourselves, good for our children. Nothing wrong with being outside. So again, we'll thank Cam and Chevy. And thank you guys for listening to the Super Duper Pod. Next week, we'll be back on track. Edge McMahon will be here ready to go. Uh, and again, we make sure you check out the Super Duper Pod on Instagram. at Super Duper Pod, S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-P-O-D. And also don't forget to check us out online at hp53productions.com for our merch. Again, take care of yourselves and each other. Hey, mama, this is the super duper.
podcast. I woke up.